2: Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just eight ninety seven at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
3: What up, y'all? This is Esco with Up On Game Presents Lost Art, and today we have the pleasure of meeting Rick Diesel. What's good, Rick? How are you, man?
4: What's going on, my brother?
3: Hey, I'm good, man. For the people that don't know you, Rick, before we get into it, where yes, can sir. people find you and what you're at?
4: Okay, um, so you can find me on Instagram at rick, R-I-C-K, underscore, D-I-E, z-e-l you can't miss it i got a haitian flag and a dominican flag in there
3: man got you man so listen just before we get into it mm-hmm. um lost art is basically a show that's created to bridge a gap for undiscovered artists and promote them for what they're already doing which is working on their craft so such as yours you know you're an engineer producer instrumentalist uh we don't ask for anything in return uh occasionally we might hit you up to license your music but other than sure. that there's no percentages anything shy sure um so how are you feeling uh, about you know the music stuff right in the current time
4: I mean'm I'm, I'm feeling good um right now you're talking about as far as like uh the the, the music in general right yeah now, music culture let,
3: let, like well let's just to give you context there is a lot of people that speak really good on you there's easy easy talks really great about you we got my brother He's actually the reason we're here today. Nope. Um, so I know you have a lot going on in the music game, especially with all the work you've done here in the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, but where where would you say you're currently at with your music? Ah man,
4: I would say, man, I'm still, I'm still at the I'm still at a level, man, where I'm, I'm I'm trying to do a lot more. I haven't reached my peak potential. You know what I'm saying? If that's what you're aiming to, I have not reached my peak potential. I know I haven't. I know I have not I have a lot more to go, a lot more to do, a lot more records to get done, you yeah. know.
3: That's um, great to hear from someone who actually is behind. A lot of the times when I hear about you, you know, I hear that, you know, man, you don't know Rick, you know, Rick, Rick, everyone's just saying this, stuff. but, you know, this takes it back to In The Streets. Yeah. You know, t- talk talk to me on your perspective on what In The Streets was for you uh, or okay. is for you. Okay. Ah,
4: that is... The initial of taking my music serious, man. Okay. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I started making music while I lived in Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. And when I came back from Dominican Republic, I went to go Mm -hmm. meet up with my, with my, my homies, man, that Mm -hmm. my family, you know what I'm saying? My boys that, that I left, um, when I left the DR and at that time we weren't making music. We were just hanging out, chilling, Mm -hmm. riding bikes all day long. Mm -hmm. Then when I come back from DR, I come kick it with my boys again. Somehow, some way, they were making music the same way. You know what I mean? We were both making music. And I was like, what? So we were both shocked. And um, I remember that that was the initial, man. That was the start of us taking the music seriously. You know what I mean? I'm talking about going to talent shows, going to producer battles, going to Mm -hmm. producer showcases, Mm -hmm. meeting up with artists. Mm -hmm. You know, before that, it was just kicking it with the homies at school, you know, skipping school and and making beats and, you know, doing stuff we weren't supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying?
3: You went to Northwestern, right? Yes, sir. I went to Northwestern. Shout out to the the Wildcats. Shout out to the Wildcats, So so for the people listening, um, context on me and Rick, you know, we grew up in Hydesville, went to Northwestern High School, and I remember being in school and, you know, very interested in the music scene, and so I got to meet these brothers. There's five brothers. There mm-hmm. four brothers. It's Holchi, Fellow. Um, Holchi,
4: Fellow, George. George. And,
3: um, and Tommy. And Tommy.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And, you know, guys, I'm, I'm in high school, and I'm trying to figure out what, what people were doing in the music scene. I had just downloaded FL3. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I go into this place called, you know, they live in, Lew- like, Lewisdale area. Yeah, so I'm yeah, sitting yeah. there. I'm in Louisdale, I'm Absolutely. feeling cool. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're here. I'm like, where? They're like, yeah, you got to walk to the back. I'm like, all right, f- all right, just walk to the back. They're like, yeah, just walk to the well, And then little did I know that um, that was the start of a beautiful, long friendship, if you think about it. Shout out to all the brothers, man. They really started this shit, played a yeah. big part in this shit oh, without yeah. directly, oh, you yeah. know, for a lot of people, believe it or not. And so Industries was kind of like from the outside, it it was like a music clique that was doing this shit before everybody. Like, everyone in... In the streets, whether it was fellow, Hoach, someone was playing piano, someone was rolling up, someone was, you know, someone <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. You know getting the girls over. It was just yeah, always a yeah. thing. And, and yeah. props to In the Streets and yeah. everything that you guys accomplished, um, it was on the map. and it, it has Man, we,
4: listen, we, we influenced each other on so many different levels, man. Mm. So many different levels. So many nights being in the studio. Like, you know, us just dreaming and speaking about this and saying like, man, we got to be up to like four o'clock in the morning. Like, this is our training right now. There's going to be a point where we got to do this professionally. So why not do it right now? To the point where I still do this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I still go on weekends and I spend all day up. I don't go to sleep. I might stay up 24 hours or more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I love this. Right, you know what I mean. I love what I do. I love the game. I love the hustle. I can't let it go. It's like it's like uh like Mitch, yeah. from uh Pay Them Full. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If I leave the game, are they gonna love me? Right. Are they gonna miss me, bro? Right. You know what I mean. But I love this so much, I can't
3: stop I until I can. reach my full potential. Man. We're 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 damn near in our. You know, I'm in my 30s now, and to see how 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 much influence you've played on people like Easy, like yeah. you know, I'm bringing them up again. Shout out to Easy it's cause my boy. He he really Shout does look up to you, man. He mm-hmm. he he you're his big bro and you know, as crazy as he's going in his music and tracks oh, yeah. and, and, and placements and everything that Easy's doing, to know that someone that, you know, like yourself that was able to play a part in that yeah. is going crazy for everybody. So let let's talk about you for a second, man. What's mm-hmm. what do you think is something that you want people to you want people to know about you? You wish they knew about you.
4: Mm. What do you want people to know about me?
3: Mm.
4: Um I'm relentless. For what i want Mm. i'm never gonna give up i'm never gonna give up no matter what happens i can't give up um that's great i pray to god Mm. you know and um i want people to know that at the end of the day man um you know i i I, uh it's funny how we were speaking earlier about um Mm. you know some people might have a hard exterior you know what i mean Mm. but they're really just you know i i have a have I have a sensitive side and yeah. that's how i am you yeah. know what i mean people meet me they might not understand me or or know me well but when you get to know me you understand how i am in touch with my sensitive side i am in that's touch good. with my feelings yeah. you know what i mean that's dope, very man. emotionally mature about things you yeah. know what i mean
3: people definitely deserve to be themselves and and at all times around all types of people yeah, man. Man. so that's dope. so how How'd you get the name the name Rick diesel? What's the
4: Rick diesel? diesel? yeah, Rick diesel, man
3: yeah, what's the d I know diesel I, means I like swole, but like what's your interpretation of your name?
4: So <laughs> it's a funny thing. uh mm. my boy fellow, man, my boy fellow man, um, we used to always joke on each other. I used to call him felonious Wallace. For no apparent reason, just,
3: Wallace. just
4: random stuff. And he used to call me That's Rick Diesel. He was like, Diesel. Rick Diesel. It's
3: hilarious. So
4: it, so it was like a name that I never took serious. Mm-hmm. I was just like Rick from in the streets for a long time. <laughs> and um, you know what? When I started uh focusing more on my personal brand, I was like, you know what? I'm Rick Diesel. I like right. that name. And I told bro, I said, bro, you gave me my name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I always liked it.
3: And, and how did you get into music? You know, I know you you've been doing it for a while. How how'd you get into it?
4: man, so uh, I would say that um when I was younger, man, a lot of people don't know this about me, but when I was younger, I had lots of uh I had a lot of issues in elementary school, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And um, I used to get into a lot of trouble, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying with other students, fights mm-hmm. suspended. You know what I mean? Um, to the point where, you know, I almost got expelled from school oh, and, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, wow. it, was, it was tough shit. It was tough shit, yeah. man, as oh, a young shit. kid. And um, yeah. one of the mm-hmm. things that uh, I found, you know, brought, brought peace to me was listening to the radio a lot. And um, not just that, I used to fake sing, you know what I mean? I used to listen to the radio and, mm-hmm. and sing those melodies and sing those songs. And uh, there, was a, uh, there, was a, there was a music teacher, it was one day I was about to fight, I remember, there was one day I was about to fight after school, and you know everybody has music class, well this music class the teacher was also in charge of the chorus, and uh, no bless you, um, the, the teacher's in charge of the chorus and stuff,
3: mm-hmm. and
4: he's heard me sing before, and one day he saw me about to fight, and he actually ran over to where the fight was, and he was like, no! Y'all not about to fight? You know, you really about to jump me. He's right. like, no, y'all not about to jump him. Yeah. He's like, yo, go to my classroom, Ricardo. I was like, all right, what's his classroom? Wow. And he's like, listen, you can either fight out there or you can come to my chorus class. So I was like, you know what? I'll, what? Come, to, I'll come to your chorus class. I like that. You know, so I kept coming to his class. I started singing more. He started what? teaching me to, to raise my voice, you know, bring my voice out more a lot.
3: Whoa. And um,
4: I used to sing choruses. I used to sing. I mean, of course, chorus, but I used to sing solos in the okay. chorus for the school. I like well, uh, what
3: schools were you in course for?
4: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry
2: around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down.
4: Uh, that was uh, Chilum Elementary. That wow. was back then. Shout out to them. You see yeah. that?
3: That's crazy. The power of music
1: drives yeah.
4: even
3: in the craziest kids back, man. So, yeah, hey, man, then, get, getting, a getting a little personal into, you know, everything that you and everyone you've helped influence, mm-hmm. who would you say are some of the artists that helped influence you?
4: The artists that influenced me? Oh, I would have to say um, Biggie. He's great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, P Diddy. Um, Mace. Tupac. Mm. Um, I, I, I cannot forget and say Snoop Dogg. That was actually <laughs> the first rapper I seen on TV. I seen him turn from a dog to a man mm. and my brain just exploded and I was just like who is this dude? He's a superhero.
3: Right. You
4: know what I'm saying? And he's rapping on TV. Right. That's before I knew anything about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was listening to rap music already, but, Mm -hmm. no, no, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't listening to rap music. That was actually the first time. I went in my cousin's basement, and he had something playing on TV, and it was Snoop Dogg, and I just... I just looked at that, and I just sat down and just looked at the whole video, and I was yeah. just like, yo, I'm probably not even supposed to be watching this. They got 40s right. in it and all this other stuff, and women running around half naked. Bro,
3: right. You my know man. them old
4: Snoop videos?
3: Yeah, yeah, like the gin and juice videos. actually yep. one of my favorites, bro. We used to bro. sing
4: that in the, in the second grade, bro, in class, Damn. me and my boys.
3: That's hard. hmm Hey, man, so I want to get this, you know, things kind of lay, laid out correctly, because I, mm. I've heard a lot about you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of you being in the music industry, doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But what would you say you specialize at? What's just you 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 I know you make music. You you know, you've helped produce records. What what do you, what would you say you you enjoy most out of all the music? And what <sighs> role do you want to take uh your professional career on? Like if you want to keep going.
4: I honestly enjoy producing records. Mm. Not beats. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I know sometimes it can be a little, uh, it can get a little mm. confusing. Mm-hmm. I like producing records. I like, you know, directing artists, like you that. know, I like giving them uh, ideas. I like giving them flows. I like giving them melodies, <laughs> That's tough. That's you know, tough. so, you know, I, I'm not a singer anymore. But I still use my voice. That's dope. You know when I'm in the studio with singers
3: to give people the idea. Yes, yes. Give them,
4: give them melodies too. That's
3: dope. So you would say your skill is to puzzle pieces together to make a fire song. Yeah, like you have an ear for it.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm not just producing a a a a beat. Like I'm actually going to produce the record. You know what I mean? I want to help the artist produce a full record, like something that sounds like something that you could love, something that you could listen to right, years from now. Right. And that's where my ear comes in.
3: And is there ever a time where an artist is working on something and you're like, nah, you got to take that off? And they're like, no, nah, I like it. But, you know, you just kind of have a feel, like a, you're saying you have like a natural feeling to be like, no, yes, no, yes. Because that happens a lot.
4: Well, I... I also take the artists as consider. I also take the artists in consideration. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because at the end of the day, it's an art that we're both doing at the same time. That's dope. So I like. I you know, if they tell me, Yo, Rick, I really like this. I hear it. And I'm just like, Does it fit? Yeah. You know what I mean. I take yeah. them in consideration as well. Like yeah. I can't just be like, No, I know what everything is. I know what needs to be done. Don't tell me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah.
3: Aww. That happens. That happens.
4: there's some guys like that i I ain't like that you know what i mean i I like to work with you you know what i'm saying
3: for sure man i mean there's been instances where um i can remember being in the studio playing the same role kind of trying to give some advice um i've actually had an artist tell me you don't need me man that's why and and i'm like dude it's not about not needing you it's let's make a good let's make a good track you know what i'm saying like Put that ego to the side and kind of, like, work with the room, you know? Especially in L.A., from what I've noticed. Mm -hmm. It's like, when you're in a studio, there's no time for that. You got to get to work. You got people just be on their shit. I mean, 17-year-olds making 10 songs, bro, in, like, an hour. I believe it. You know, how do you keep up with that as we get older, right? We don't. believe it. I, I personally, when I hear that like when i look at max's desk or Mm -hmm. when i look at i'm sure you have a lot of knowledge on a on your fl or what what Mm -hmm. what doll do you use
4: i use fl see so you have a lot of
3: knowledge in that max has a lot of so i i don't ever take away from the knowledge that people hold you know Mm -hmm. i i I can kind of see that the kids have a faster rate yeah but they they lack the knowledge and that's where we come in as older people that did the music tried it did all this but now Believe it or not, the role is absolutely necessary to get those kids that have the drive to the motherland because I've seen the creativity speed, but the quality's ass. Exactly. So what exactly. What does it matter if you have a hundred tracks, but w- you need one to go and mm-hmm. all of them are held at, how do I say this, A, uh, an expectation that this is it, right? Mm-hmm. For example, My Little Brother. All right. My Little Brother has all these tracks and... You know, he's said, like, what do you think? And I have to be honest. Yeah. I'm like, that shit's ass. Or, that's great. I hear you. E- equally, because, mm-hmm. you know, as someone who's older, we can see when someone's trying or not. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. being the mm-hmm. older person in the room is always absolutely necessary at any level, man. I'm seeing oh, yeah. artists that are fucking 17 making all these tracks, right? But they're missing a rick. They, hey. they, they just throw everything out. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, man, why didn't my song hit his... Hard as I thought it was going to hit. Oh, because you, you're you doing it on your own and w- they lack the knowledge. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, So that's pretty dope, man. I want to move on. Um, you know, let's just say someone walks into a studio and they see you engineering somebody and, you know, he's like, fuck, I want to I wanna work with that guy, man. He looks like a good teacher. Whatever you have to offer someone that's never seen you. Um, I know you mentioned earlier that people might have this mixed thing where they might think you're like super tough guy yeah, yeah. no one wants to approach but mm-hmm. you know do you ever see yourself being like a teacher in this shit
4: um honestly a teacher <laughs> i don't think a teacher will, will be my best uh my best uh uh, uh occupation you know right. what i mean i've i honestly feel I'm more like a guide you know what that. i mean I understand um that. so like like when you were saying uh you know what i'm saying like critiquing your brother or, yeah. like, you know, getting in a studio with another producer and critiquing their music. I, I learned this from a younger homie, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I believe that we're all teachers and we're all students. I, we I all learn that. from each other and we all teach each other, yeah. right? Yeah. So one of my younger homies, um, it's funny, he played me a record. He's, he's popping. He's doing a lot of stuff, man. Um, uh-huh. He plays me a record and he's like, yo, Rick, what do you think about this? And I listened to it. And the first thing I said was just like, listen, we got to change this. We got to change that. Yeah. And he was just like, whoa, 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 Rick, listen to me, bro. Um, just so you know, you know, when you get into another studio, because I've been in some other big studios. So I'm like, you, okay, tell mm-hmm. me, bro, what's going on? He's like, listen, man, when you hear, when you critique other people's music, um, make sure that you actually listen to what they got first. So that way you can pick out and see if they got, anything that's of quality, and always understand that, you know, artists are sensitive. Yeah. There might be something that might be like, man, tell me what you really think, bro. Yeah. You know, tell me yeah. what, yeah. no, 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 bro, don't, yeah. don't hold anything back. Tell me what yeah, you really too. think. And I'm like, man, like Erica Badu said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. And a lot of artists, no matter how hard they are or gangster, whatever, right. they're all sensitive about their 100,000%. music. So percent. So I take the approach of, like, you know, telling them what I think it's, it's good on what they did, uh, and then I go into what what else can we do to improve the track. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I want to emphasize what I you did that was good, and then I want to work on what um, we need to work on. That's great. You know yeah. what I'm it's saying. It's crazy
3: you put it that way, bro. Like, um, you know, in regards to the sensitivity part, mm-hmm. you know, I got to meet Roddy Rich and take photos and be around I there for yeah. a day, and it was great. And believe it or not, you know, the performance was great. He performed in... This place called Secret Sessions, and they're like an NFT stoner, ape company, and we're there, and I meet Rodney. He's a lot shorter than I thought. He's Mm -hmm. very short, but Mm -hmm. something else that I realized that's in relation to what you just said about sensitivity, if you go on Rodney Rich's IG right now, Roddy Rich actually deleted all his shit because... He's very sensitive, you yeah. know. He made uh Make Clap," you applause, high fashion, right. He made high fashion, and you know, he kept working, right? He made the banger, kept working, and he he drops another track or sp- out or project, and believe it or not, everyone just uh, starts going on him. Oh, this man flopped. Oh, he sucks, and all this, and even so, what I'm trying to say is, at any level, I've seen someone go, oh, you yeah, don't fuck with me? Alright, peace. It don't matter if it's at a low level or a high level, mm-hmm. even the high artists who have bangers still, still get pretty upset that they feel yeah. like the, because you know, the market's telling you, hey, that joint's tight, that joint's suck. but when you make something like high fashion off bucks, like Post Malone when he made White Iverson, mm-hmm. like, that's the standard that you set in the beginning. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So, it's really hard to go white iverson white iverson white iverson level tracks yeah so it's kind of crazy that you know you mentioned that and hey so how's everything with you as with you how's work how's everything going like as far as you know the music stuff's great but like what do you do on your spare time
4: oh shoot man my spare time brother honestly honestly honestly, i read books yeah i read books man and um I work on my spirituality bro that's
3: good you Me know too.
4: honestly i'm i'm still growing
0: uh-huh.
4: i'm still uh learning you know how to be a man i'm still learning on uh, how to be a friend i'm still learning on uh you know how to uh properly have a relationship one day
3: yeah like
4: i'm I'm always still growing and learning like yeah. You know, some people might think they got it all figured out. And, right. and when you think that you got it all figured out, you really don't.
3: No, you don't. No.
4: You know what I'm saying? If you, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a quote that says that. You know, if you think that you're the man that knows everything, then you clearly have a lot to learn. Yeah. You know what I I'm saying? I am I'm So I'm, I'm, I'm oh, always bettering yeah. myself mentally, spiritually, man, and physically. I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, I hit the gym, bro. Damn. Every morning. Every morning. That's deep. I, I might deep. slack sometimes. I got my boy That's right there to, to call me up and tell <clears> me, <throat> hey. Get up, get up.
3: Shit, you remind me of LeVar. He, he's up at the same, that's crazy. Bro. Wakes up
4: at the same time?
3: Yeah, because yeah. Um, I know the stocks and all that stuff open up here first, so he's like always up and
0: mm. we're working. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
3: But I wanted to ask you, so I know you've been a lot, uh, sorry, I know you've done a lot of work in the music, so what are some projects that, you know, you're glad to be a part of, and do you have any upcoming projects?
4: Oh, shoot, man. Um, I'm glad. Whew. Records that I'm proud of. Um... Off the bat it has to be um mm. Wale. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I did a record for Wale. That's dope. Uh, called Double M Genius on the album Ambition. Dope. You know, I co-produced it with another producer.
3: Dope.
4: Um, you know, it's a homie of mine's and uh, you know, we worked on a lot of music mm. and um uh, he knows how 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 bad I, I fucked with Wale. Can I cuss? Yeah. Okay, he knows how bad I yeah. fucked the Wale. Yeah. So he was like, yo, you got a Wale beat? I said, I got that shit. Yeah. And I yeah. cooked that shit up and, you know, track number two on his album. That's and um, I'd also have to say, um, you know, I'm very proud of the fact that we did it, we did a couple records, but I'm I'm mostly proud of the of the relationship that we had um, mm-hmm. with uh, late great Chucky Thompson. Right, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if you know about Chucky. Nah,
3: uh nah. So
4: Chucky Thompson was a uh, legendary DC producer, number one. Mm. Um, he produced Big Papa for Biggie. Mm. He produced One Mike for Nas. Mm. He produced. Um, oh
3: shit! I think I've heard of this. Guy. He
4: produced uh, Chuck Brown's last mm. album. This I think it like it's two or three last
3: albums. Um, What's he up to these days? Man, Chucky passed away. Passed away. Yes. I knew it was that guy. Yeah, yeah, the
4: way I did meet COVID. that guy.
3: That's crazy, bro. Yeah. You, you 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 like worked with that guy? He was
4: my mentor, bro. What?
3: He Dude. was my mentor. He that's found crazy. He
4: found me and my boy at a talent show in DC. man. That's
3: fucking crazy. Yeah. That's so fucking. The reason I'm acting like this, bro, I, I was in DC walking, taking photos with my boy Dan Easy, True mm-hmm. Jesus, and we're taking photos and we're practicing, and he's like, "Yo, that's."
4: Chucky Thompson. And
3: then we walk up to him, he takes pictures, they start talking, and he's like, nigga, this is one of the best dudes in the fucking from the DMV. So yeah. the fact that he was your mentor, what yeah. a full circle story. I yeah. bet that guy one time. Rest in peace to my yeah, man. Rest Chuck in though. peace, Chucky, man. Rest in peace, Chucky. And and,
4: and listen, I'll I give you mm-hmm. another full full circle story, man, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um I actually met his son like, I wanna say a few months after that. Wow. I met his son just randomly. I just you know, me and this kid, we found each other and yeah. we were just talking about music. And um, he had told me, um, he said to me, um, I, mm-hmm. I forgot what we were talking about, but uh. we got into the music subject and um, I told him, yeah, you know, I like tracks like this. You know, I'm a producer. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm around around with tracks like this. He's like, you're a producer? I'm a producer. I was like, oh, for real? Yeah. That's what's up. Then he asked me how I started and I told him, you know, Chucky. And he wow. was like, that's crazy. Stop right there. That's my dad. Wow! I was like, "What?
3: That's fucking crazy!" So yeah, it was. It was crazy. wild. It was wild, man. I don't know if you hear this enough, but mm-hmm. I definitely know um, that the music industry has more than enough space for someone like you, man. Um, you have a lot of you have a wide variety of skills that are very necessary in those rooms. So. Feel free to come out um next to one of the times Max comes and we all go together man yeah. just kind of make some shit happen. Um, I love that. But aside from that man is there anyone you should want to shout out before we we hit this uh cut yeah. this quick cut? Yeah,
4: them? yeah. Um shoot man. Shout out to shout out to my boy Rowley. Hey. You know, he's grinding. Shout out to my boy Mad Max, you know hey. what I'm saying? Hey. Shout out to my boy Steven. You know hey. what I mean? Um, who else? Who else? There's a lot of the guys, man.
3: It's a I feel, um, in the streets, we got fellow. Shout boy. out in the streets,
4: my boy fellow, Ho Chi, George, uh Tommy. Shout out to Easy. Um, the easy, man. Who else, man?
3: Man, there's a lot. There's so many people, <laughs> man. It's so hey, many but, folks, but bro. Actually, just before before we even get to this, I wanted mm-hmm. to touch base on this. I For know sure. you've mentioned some of the projects you were on, but uh, what what you got cooking up now? I heard you're big on uh, what, what Where is it that you're making all this international music? And I forgot to ask you. I got it. Okay, ask you
4: about okay, okay. So um, so okay, I I didn't even finish telling you about all, all the records I've done. So here. so I I did the the Wale track. I uh, uh, worked with Chucky at first. That was the first thing working with Chucky, and the Wale track came.
3: Yeah.
4: And I'm gonna be honest with you, man. We were just working in the city with so many different artists from DC. And Maryland and Virginia, mm. mainly uh, Goldobrega, mainly uh, my boy Fuego. We was in the studio with him a lot. Uh, Fats the big fella, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Kingpin Slim. Um, who else? Phil Um Tabby Bennet used to come to the studio a lot. Jeez. Um, you know who even used to come to the studio? Uh, uh, who is this? JIDK.
3: Oh, you know what cool. I'm saying? I used to
4: come to the studio all the time, man. That's cool, man. It was so many history in that in that uh, that back studio. It was yeah, crazy.
3: That's fire, man.
4: Um, but I'll say that um, after a few years, I, I'll be honest, I kind of fell out of music. I didn't want to do mm. it anymore. Mm. And uh, it was a friend of mine who just motivated me. He was like, yo, you're one of the best producers I know. You can't stop making music. No, you have to keep making music. Yeah. Which happens. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, in this game, if you didn't hit you know, the, the top pinnacle at a certain point in your life, you know, where we're we're young and society sets all these expectations on us to be amazing within your 20s. And if you're not, you yeah. ain't shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So kind of like that feeling was hitting me. And I just like, you know what, I'm gonna leave this alone. Let me figure out a different way. And one random day, uh, my boy was like, listen, you're Latino, right? I was like, yeah, you're making all these hip hop beats. You need to make some reggaeton. Right. I was like, bro, listen, I don't know what I don't know what you think. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hip hop producer, hip hop R and B. You know what I'm saying? My mentor is a legendary hip hop producer. That's what I'm gonna make.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, but I got I got to dabble on the reggaeton. Mm. And uh, thanks to my boy Easy. Wow. Easy was right behind me one wow. day and he saw me making this beat and he was like, Bro, this beat is amazing. I was like, Whatever, this is my first reggaeton attempt. And you know what I'm saying? And wow. he liked it so much he tagged this artist named Late Night Jiggy. And then uh, we got two records with Late Night Jiggy, and wow. it all started from Easy tagging him. Wow. And him Sean's hit me easy, up in the DM. Man. He's
3: a great plug. Yeah, to... You guys are all fucking great, man. I just got to say that. The fact that I was able to meet the friends of y'all creating this group, and despite all the negativity that airs around like Hydesville, and, oh, yeah. You know, all the fucking weird just shit. Just Hydesville is
4: ghetto. I tell people I'm from Louisville, they're like, oh, damn, ghetto is hell.
3: Yeah.
4: A Get away place that's I'm like I'm like look that's my you're... home man that's my home I yeah, can't you're a nothing real about
3: Lewisdale, it Louisdale like dude like when yeah. I think of you guys when I think of in the streets I think of Louis Louisdale the fucking trap hood music studio that was popping because yeah. you guys were making tracks for motherfuckers like wale yeah up the fucking backyard yeah that's fucking crazy yeah. well I don't have any more questions man I just this won't be the last time we link but shout out to, to you man I've heard a lot of great things. I'm, I'm glad that we actually finally got to really chop it up on this level, man. I appreciate you, man. I hope your family's good. Thank I hope you, man. Likewise, good. brother. Shout out to LeVar and Up On Game for getting this Shout back. out to
4: LeVar, man. I appreciate you, big brother. Thank yes, you, Yes, sir.
3: Lavar, you heard that. Shout out to LeVar. Shout out to Up On Game. Shout out to my brother, man. We're out here in... Near Woodbridge, Virginia, out here somewhere near Manassas, Oof, Virginia. In the States. Yeah, man, but I just wanted to say with, on that note, thank you, Rick, for taking I appreciate your you, time thank out you, of man. your day thank uh, you, to brother. give us this contest. So we no will definitely talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. Let's go, baby. Let's go.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them